0: Because think about this, college students, Bob Jones University, Greenville, South Carolina, most likely they're 18 to 20 year olds, some of whom were not even alive on 9-11-2001. That's why we have to always remember, because they can't forget something that they didn't live through.
1: Welcome in to a special edition of the Palmetto Family Matters podcast as we honor the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attacks. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser, and Dave Wilson here with you.
0: We always will remember exactly where we were the moment that the World Trade Center attacks took place. I remember being in the conference room at work. Somebody had said an airplane had flown into the World Trade Center. And everybody at the office thought it was some freak accident that, you know, some little twin prop had flown into the building and didn't think anything of it until we saw the images. And we're watching the image of the billowing smoke coming out of the building. When all of a sudden you see in the distance, you see another airplane coming and then all of a sudden the fireball, and I will never forget the gasp of the voices in our office that day, just <gasps> because we realized we had just experienced history.
2: 10th grade U.S. history class, my teacher walked in and said, it looks like a plane has hit the first tower of the world trade center we scurried across the hallway into the geometry class where there was a small 10 inch black and white tv and i'll never forget that i quickly jumped into the seat right in front of the tv a tv hog and plastered my face to that tv and just like you watched that second plane hit that tower and as a boy a 16 year old boy I can remember the anger coursing through my mind, the blood running hot. Dave, if I could have joined the Marines that day, in that moment, I would have been like, sign me up, let me go stand on yellow feet,
1: and let me go go crazy on the terrorists. First grade, sitting in a classroom, the topic of the day, we were probably reading a book, I can't remember which book, But the principal came over the intercom and said, we need to have a moment of silence. And and as an astute first grader, I remember going, we already did that today. And then we did the national anthem again. And I thought, that's weird. We've already done that today. It was a cloudy day. I remember looking out the window. The playground was just outside my classroom window. I remember it being a cloudy day. I remember someone coming around and holding a sign up to the window of the door. You had those thin windows on the doors and said, no outside recess today. Mm. I remember my mom picking me up. I remember it looking like she had been crying. And then I remember watching the news and just there was just this mess, just this pile of smoke and metal and j- it just it replays right now in my mind I can I can see it and I remember everyone being so sad just your yours was anger I just remember just sadness
0: in the news business because I had been in the news business and it actually left a few years before and you get into this almost adrenaline tunnel of Non-stop coverage, and I think that that's where my mind started going. Going, how do you cover this? How do you talk about this? What actually happened? Is it not going to happen? Is it going to happen in other cities? Is this a planned attack? Is, and then watching as Andy Card, chief of staff to President George mm-hmm. W. Bush, leans over to him in an elementary school classroom as the president's getting ready to read a book, and the look on
2: his face was just sheer what now i can remember seeing him bite his lip stare at those little children in that room and for 19 years we have said never forget and there's a negative connotation there but i can see george w bush's face in my mind right now he bites that lip and he looks at those children in that room Dave, Justin, those of you listening today, several of you listening right now probably weren't alive. You were just like those little children. You probably didn't have a good mindset of exactly what was happening if you were even alive. For 19 years, we've said never forget. Dave, it may be time that we start to reframe this a little bit in a more positive way for an upcoming generation.
0: Yeah, I think when you think through what 9-11 means, so my fourth child, our son Caleb, had been born in May. So he was three months old, and he will never remember 9-11. Our oldest at the time was only three going on four, he kind of remembers, but it's the replay that he mostly thinks about. I think it's time, and Mitch brought this up today, you know, it may be time for us to start thinking about, instead of never forgetting, we've got a whole generation of people who need to always remember what happened at 9-11. I was not around... As many times as Mitch wants to joke about my age, I was not around 69, almost 70 years ago, on December 7th, 1941, the day that we'll live in infamy. But we remember that day. We remember what happened at Pearl Harbor. Though I didn't live through it. My grandfather lived through it. My grandmother lived through it. My great-grandparents lived through it and would tell me about it. It's time for us to begin to remember, always remember, because in remembering, we're actually teaching the next generation of what's going on. If you think about it, it it goes back to back in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 8, 2. And it reads like this, And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what is in your heart, whether you should keep his commandment or not.
2: What did they do to remember? Do you remember what they did? You're listening right now. They set up a memorial. They where they went. They set up 12 stones when they crossed over the Jordan River to memorialize what God had done in that moment. And I think the biggest concern, Dave, when you were talking about, and Justin, as we, as we talk about 9-11, the danger, and there is a grave danger of September the 11th, 2001, becoming another date on the calendar. Oh, yeah, I remember when that happened. Or, hey, you never need to forget that. We need to memorialize that and the significance, not just to the occasion, but what happened that day.
1: We need to remember the humanity of that day. Yes. Um, it wasn't just the Twin Towers. It was the Pentagon. It was a plane going down in Shanksville, yeah. In Shanksville, it was a plane going down in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Brave men and women who became the first people to die in the war on terrorism they were the first ones let's roll that's it that will never ever that's it go my, away from me
0: my children and whenever we get in the car i i took that phrase mm-hmm. so that i would always remember every time it's time for us to go okay everybody let's roll
2: yeah
0: it's time for us to get in the car and and that even as i say that to this day 20 days later That statement from Todd Beamer rolls out of my mouth every single time we're getting ready to walk out the door. And I made a conscious decision Mm -hmm. to say, this is how I'm going to remember Mm -hmm. this day. And every time we walk out the door, let's roll.
1: Well, it goes to, and Mitch, I hate to cut you off, but it goes to this point you remember, you use that, Dave. I just, in my mind, I try to think about the people who were just living a normal day, went to work. It, it, it blows my mind that someone might not have made it into work that day because they blew a tire. Or because there was some traffic that held them up. Yeah. Or maybe maybe they had a newborn and the newborn was having some issues in the night and they stayed up trying to take care of them, and it caused them to oversleep. They missed the alarm clock. Or maybe they went in like normal. It, it goes to show in the humanity of that God's sovereignty over everything, this plan he has, it, it just resonates in my mind how events in your life happen for a reason. There's no reason to hold guilt over any of those things but there's certainly a plan, and it's how we it's how we remember. That's why, that's why you should never part ways with somebody that you know and love without telling them that you love them. It has to be known and said over and over and over again.
2: The good news as we reframe this structure to always remember, I've got, I've got a 9-year-old, a 7-year-old, and a 4-year-old, and as I look at them, they weren't alive, there has to be an action to this as well. I love every we started this a few years ago. We found a, a Veterans of Foreign Wars group that was going and placing flags on the graves of soldier fallen soldiers. We we actually started placing flags on the graves of fallen soldiers at the Battle of Kings Mountain during the Revolutionary War. I love doing that every year now with my oldest son. It's a thing that we get to do. And he got to be, we both got to be around some men who were able to tell stories of their fathers, of their fathers, of their fathers. And there's something to be said of that spoken word from generations before us. I think there needs to be a time where we actually take the time to memorialize this either by spoken word, through the action of placing flags. Whether, whatever it is, we need to take the time, separate part of our day. September the 11th, there needs to be a time where we memorialize and always remember. And there can be a positive here, too, of never forgetting, always remembering what God has done that we're still here. What an amazing way for us to remember what God has done for us Here and now.
0: It was interesting because on Tuesday, September 7th of 2021, students from Bob Jones University actually placed 2,977 flags, American flags, on the front lawn of the campus there on Wade Hampton Boulevard in, in Greenville as a reminder of this day. Of September 11th, because it was 2,977 people who lost their lives. They're not all not all were Americans. There were some 50, 60 countries that were represented in those deaths. The 246 people who were on the airplanes, the people who were in the towers, those who were in the Pentagon. And as we begin to look at that, as we think about, you know, you're going to be doing a, a, a tunnel to towers run this weekend Mm -hmm. the firefighters yeah the law enforcement all running straight into
2: the wrong way
0: (laughs) straight into buildings that were going to collapse heroes and we think about that today and we always want Mm -hmm. to remember that and that was a great thing you know i'm gonna give credit here on this one to to randy page yeah who is a board member here at Palmetto Family, but he's also chief of staff at Bob Jones, he sent this story to us this morning. And he basically said, you know, this is one of those things that, that we want to make sure people are aware of. Because think about this. College students, Bob Jones University, Greenville, South Carolina. Most likely, they're 18 to 20-year-olds. Some of whom were not even alive on 9-11-2001. That's why we have to always remember because they can't forget something that they didn't live through. As we go through the experience of 9-11 20 years later, it is important for us to carry forward to the next generation a constant reminder Just like those twelve stones, the Ebenezer's that get placed in the world as we go from one place to another, as a reminder to us that these things can happen, but
2: God is still in control. So to keep this from becoming just another date on the calendar, actively memorialize this by always remembering, take your kids on a walk. Share with them your story. Tell them where you were. Plant flags.
1: Remember 9 There's also an, a place that I usually go to. I go to Ari Fleischer's Twitter page. And every September 11th, it is minute by minute, yes. by hour, everything that was happening, everything that did happen, what their thoughts were, what their feelings were, what the attitude was because the president didn't return to Washington, they you never knew what was going to happen. It's important that we do everything we can to remember that day. Again, I was, I was young, so the memories are spotty, but I can cling to the ones I have for um, people who are just seven years younger than I. There's nothing for them to forget because they weren't alive to experience it. So we have to, like they did in Deuteronomy, keep those memorials, keep remembering yeah. why, where we are now and how we got here. September 11th, 2001 is the day the world changed. <laughs> Everything about the world we lived in changed on that Tuesday morning. It all changed. Yep.
0: Student from Bob Jones University at... Gentleman by the name of Brandon Swain, hmm. in an interview with WYFF TV in Greenville, said this Knowing this about 9 11 has helped me realize my place in the community to be able to serve. He's Air Force ROTC at Bob Jones University. Folks, as you think through this anniversary of 9 11, Always remember, and help those who were not here to always remember why we honor this day.
1: Thank you for joining us for this special edition of the Palmetto Family Matters podcast as we remember the 20th anniversary of the attacks on September 11th, 2001. We appreciate you joining us, and we'll talk again next time.